This is The Corporate Shadow. I'm Dr. Ryan Giffen, a professor and human resources coach, helping people just like you overcome workplace nonsense and bad bosses. In this episode, we discuss management, bullying, and harassment. What is it? And what can you, the employee, do about it? All right, so if you follow the news, you've likely heard that Governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, has been accused of sexual harassment, inappropriate behavior, and essentially bullying in the workplace. And workplace being not a private company, but the government offices. You would think by now, with all the training that we've gone through, like in California, where it's required every two years of supervisors and management, every two years, you would think by now we would have been able to squash it. And yet, I'm having to do another episode on it to help employees like you, our listener, know what your rights are and what you can do about it and what, what advice I can uh, provide for you. Workplace harassment, whether at the government level, the private sector level, even in places of worship, workplace harassment exists. Even in the most tight-knit cultures, even in the cultures in which you don't think it exists, it is there. And harassment is not just sexual harassment. In fact, today I want to talk about harassment in the terms of bullying or this idea of power harassment conducted by managers or psychological harassment. So what is it? What is harassment in a workplace setting? And again, if you're an employee and you've gone through training, you've probably heard this over and over and over again, but it is a nice reminder to keep this in mind. It, it is difficult to actually define workplace harassment since it can have so many different variations. It's not just physical harassment or verbal harassment or quid pro quo. In a basic sense, harassment occurs when one individual's physical or verbal conduct is hostile. That's a key word, hostile, degrading, or demeaning to another individual. I'm going to say that again. Harassment occurs when an individual's physical or verbal conduct is hostile, degrading, or demeaning to another individual, that is harassment. And it can happen to all peoples, regardless of race, skin color, gender, age, disability, religions, and so much more. A person who engages in physical or verbal conduct to intimidate others, they create a hostile work environment. And this prevents others from doing their work or negatively impacting others' chances of advancing in their careers. Generally, these folks are subject to discipline, 
based on workplace harassment laws. Now, I'm in California where this episode is being recorded and where I live. And in California, we have always had, since the early 2000s, some of the most strict workplace harassment laws in place, the most strict in the United States. And yet it still happens. Not just at the federal level, but at the state level and at the city level. We hear it in the news all the time, just like at the opening of the show with Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, which, by the way, he's refusing to step down or resign even after calls of those who have accused him, as well as the delegates in Congress that represent the great state of New York. Needless to be said, it's not okay. It's not okay. And yet, and this is what is mind boggling to me, the people in which we elect to office and I'm not going to name specifics other than the governor of New York since it's in recent news, but there are plenty examples, both at the federal level and state levels, in which we elect these officials who are held to the higher standard of ethics and morals, and yet these are the ones that pass these laws. These are the ones that pass legislation to forbid sexual harassment or bullying in the workplace, and yet they continue to do it. I don't, I I, I can't even make any sense of that. It makes zero sense. The ones who pass the laws are the ones who can't even follow their own advice or laws. Bullying is a form of harassment, folks. And what's crazy is that in, in many states, not California, bullying is sometimes not even illegal. In California, it is illegal because our standard, the basics of what harassment looks like is to be considered harassment. It has to create a hostile work environment, a hostile work environment. And bullying can create that hostile work environment. So what is bullying exactly? What negatively impacts work cultures all around, but when One employee, just one employee, makes inappropriate comments or humiliates someone else or provides overly critical remarks. That's bullying. Furthermore, bullying could come in the form of making offensive jokes or their intent is to bully the individual to essentially flex their muscles, right? To show power. I am more powerful than you. There is no place, no place in the workplace for bullies and it needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. And if you see this happening, if you hear or see an employee make an inappropriate comment towards anybody, again, regardless of their gender, regardless of their race or religion, regardless of their sexual orientation, if you hear that inappropriate comment made, you need to speak up for that person. You need to raise the concern to sit back and not do anything is worse than to do anything at all. You got to stick up for these folks. When these overly critical remarks are taking place during a performance evaluation in person, one-on-one with the boss, you might need to actually say to them, that is inappropriate. That is inappropriate. And I get it. I get it. We have to make a living. We have to, you know, have 
uh, money coming into the bank account so we can essentially put food in our mouths and survive. So unfortunately, this idea of workplace politics comes into play, but you can play the game. You can play the workplace politics. And in fact, as a human being, where you should be treated with dignity and respect as a fellow human being, maybe that is what we need to say if we are being overly criticized in front of our peers during meetings, during stand-up meetings, in front of all these folks. Maybe we need to rise up and say, that behavior, Mr. CEO, is inappropriate for the workplace. And actually turn the table and speak up. And if you notice that someone else is being bullied or harassed in front of others in particular, we need to stand up for them, not sit back and do nothing. It needs to be called out. It needs to be called out. Okay, let me talk about two forms of uh, harassment. Now, you're, you're probably used to hearing the, tr I call them traditional, but the traditional styles of harassment, such as quid pro quo, physical harassment, verbal harassment, but have you heard of power harassment? Or what about psychological harassment? The, these things are real. Power harassment by management is, how do I say this? So power harassment is limited to management thinking, meaning that they are superior over other employees. Right. But it can happen at all like these different levels in the organization as well. So this type of harassment sometimes involves the harasser making unreasonable work demands that nobody in their right freaking mind can achieve. OK, and the, the test that I use, the litmus test, particularly as an HR professional, and this is what the test you will exercise if you are ever put on a jury in court is this idea of reasonability. Would a reasonable person, would a reasonable person find these work demands over demanding or adequate? And if the work demand is unreasonable by the most reasonable person, then it is harassment. It's that simple. Unreasonable work demands that no one could achieve, but you purposely, you being the manager or the leader, purposely throwing these onto individuals, that is harassment. Demeaning another person's efforts or even making negative comments about the employee's personal life is considered power harassment. If power harassment is happening to you, if it is happening to you, you've got to get the human resources department involved right away. Now, what happens if you don't have a human resources department? What happens if you don't trust your human resources department? Whether you don't trust them or don't have one because you work for a small employer, there are other resources to you available at the state level, such as in California. You could easily go to the Department of Labor Standards Enforcement. At the federal level, you can go to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. There are places in which you can turn to without the need of an attorney to file a complaint, to file a complaint against your employer. There are other sources out there as well. These are one of the things that I coach in personally through my company, Inospire. So if you're finding that you believe that you are being harassed under this power harassment concept where the manager is 
putting these unreasonable work demands upon you, or they're demeaning your efforts, particularly in front of others, or they're making negative comments about your personal life. Power harassment is bullying, and bullying is not only illegal in California, but if it's not illegal, it will eventually turn into harassment under the verbal clause, verbal harassment. Psychological harassment comes in many different forms. This is the other type that we're not familiar with, right? So we've got power harassment and psychological harassment. And this comes, again, in many different forms. Many times, the harasser does this without knowing they are doing it, okay? A boss or a coworker might belittle an employee's suggestions or thoughts or even just ignore them completely, or maybe the manager is challenging every word or action an employee is making or doing. This is workplace harassment and it will cause psychological distress. Not only could these hurtful words and actions impact your work life, but it's going to bleed into your personal life, your mental health, and even your physical health as well. Without naming the employer I used to work for many years ago, I will never forget what was the final straw that broke the camel's back for me. I was driving down the freeway, the 55 freeway, going down towards Newport and the Costa Mesa area, and going down the highway, I felt suddenly ill. I pulled over to the shoulder and I started throwing up on the side of a freeway. It was my body's reaction to the harassment I was experiencing by my boss. And that was when I said, enough is enough. And I started looking for ultimate employment or other alternate employment and ended up resigning because it just wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. It's not worth my health. That psychological harassment, folks, is real. It is real. And if that is what you are suffering from, Again, I didn't know this in my younger age, but again, you can file a complaint, potentially seek compensation as a result of the psychological or power harassment that you may be experiencing in the workplace. Verbal abuse is like bullying. It can damage a person's confidence and mental health. Employees don't deserve to be yelled at or insulted. None of us, no human being deserves that. Whether it's in closed doors or wide out in the open in front of other people, you don't deserve it. And even though there's many cases out there of verbal harassment that go unnoticed or even unresolved because HR or the manager sweeps it under the rug, which is illegal, the victim could be suffering in silence. Are you suffering in silence? Have you brought the issue to light? Have you talked to your friends about how you are feeling at work because your boss has said this or you've been treated like that? Don't suffer anymore. Harassment is not only illegal and it's not only a major problem in organizations across the world, not just the United States, but across the world, but it is morally and ethically and inhumanely 
wrong. It is that simple to treat another fellow person in a way in which lowers their standard of humanity. Some industries have larger problems than others, but that's not acceptable. Allowing sexual harassment in workplace settings or any kind of bullying or verbal harassment is damaging to people and it will come back. It will come back and harm the company in the end. So if you, the employee, notice any sort of harassment, including sexual harassment, sharing explicit photos, inappropriate touching, comments that are made about someone's body, any kind of hand gestures, or invading someone's personal space. Not only that, the other types of harassment I talked about, you've got to say something. You've got to say something. So here is my challenge to you in closing. My challenge to you. Ask yourself. Am I happy? Am I happy? And if I'm not happy, if I'm not happy in the workplace, is there a result of harassment? If you're working in a virtual environment, did you know that the cases of harassment in the workplace have skyrocketed as a result of being harassed over email, instant messenger, such as Microsoft Teams, Slack, etc.? Right? Sometimes this is that psychological harassment. They don't realize they're doing it as managers, but they are. Are you happy? And if you're not happy, as you reflect upon that challenge, it's time to either stand up and speak up. And while doing that, start finding an exit strategy. What does an exit strategy look like? Well, we'll have to have another episode on that. But an exit strategy is looking for another job while maintaining your current job and doing the bare minimum necessary to meet the job description so that you can still collect that paycheck, still make a living, but have an exit strategy as you go out the door. Thanks for tuning in. If you liked what you heard today and you want to talk more about this topic or any topic to help you overcome harassment or workplace nonsense and bad bosses in general, schedule a call with me one-on-one. You can do this and sign up for free at inospire.com. Once you sign up at Inospire, you not only have access to me, but you'll have access to free resources to assist you and your career. The Corporate Shadow is produced by Inospire Inc. The views expressed in the Corporate Shadow does not reflect the opinions or views of California State University Long Beach. For The Corporate Shadow, I'm Dr. Ryan Giffen. Until next time, remember you are in charge of your career. And no matter what you do at work, you are always casting a corporate shadow.